Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Joshua chapter 4. After the entire nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord spoke to Joshua. Choose twelve men from the people, one man for each tribe, and command them. Take twelve stones from this place in the middle of the Jordan, where the priests are standing. Carry them with you, and set them down at the place where you spend the night. So Joshua summoned the twelve men that he had selected from the Israelites, one man for each tribe, and said to them, Go across to the ark of the Lord your God in the middle of the Jordan. Each of you lift a stone onto his shoulder, one for each of the Israelite tribes, so that this will begin a sign among you. In the future, when your children ask you, What did these stones mean to you? You should tell them, The water of the Jordan was cut off in front of the ark of the Lord's covenant. When it crossed the Jordan, the Jordan's water was cut off. Therefore, these stones will always be a memorial for the Israelites. The Israelites did just as Joshua had commanded them. The twelve men took the stones from the middle of the Jordan, one for each of the Israelite tribes, just as the Lord had told Joshua. They carried them to the camp and set them down there. Joshua also set up twelve stones in the middle of the Jordan, where the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant were standing. The stones are still there today. The priests carrying the Ark continued standing in the middle of the Jordan until everything was completed that the Lord had commanded Joshua to tell the people, and keeping with all Moses had commanded Joshua. The people hurried across. After everyone had finished crossing, the priest with the Ark of the Lord crossed in the sight of the people. The Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh went into battle formation in front of the Israelites, as Moses had instructed them. About 40,000 equipped for war crossed to the plains of Jericho in the Lord's presence. On that day the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and they revered him throughout his life, as they had revered Moses. The Lord told Joshua, Command the priest who carried the Ark of the Testimony to come up from the Jordan. So Joshua commanded the priest, Come up from the Jordan. When the priests carrying the Ark of the Lord's Covenant came up in the middle of the Jordan and their feet stepped on solid ground, the water of the Jordan resumed its course, flowing over all the banks as before. The people came up from the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month and camped at Gilgal on the eastern limits of Jericho. Then Joshua set up in Gilgal the twelve stones that they had taken from the Jordan. And he said to the Israelites, In the future, when your children ask their fathers, What is the meaning of these stones? You should tell your children, Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the water of the Jordan before you until you had crossed over, just as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up before us until we had crossed over. This is so that all the people of the earth may know that the Lord's hand is strong, and so that you may always fear the Lord your God. Joshua chapter 5 When all the Amorite kings crossed the Jordan to the west, and all the Canaanite kings near the sea, heard how the Lord had dried up the water of the Jordan before the Israelites until they had crossed over. They lost heart and their courage failed because of the Israelites. At that time, the Lord said to Joshua, Make flint knives and circumcise the Israelite men again. So Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the Israelite men at Jibaeth Harloth. This is the reason Joshua circumcised them. All the people who came out of Egypt who were males, all the men of war, had died in the wilderness along the way after they had come out of Egypt. Though all of them had come out were circumcised, none of the people born in the wilderness along the way were circumcised after they had come out of Egypt. For the Israelites wandered in the wilderness for forty years, until all the nation's men of war who came out of Egypt had died off, because they did not obey the Lord. 
So the Lord vowed never to let them see the land he had sworn to their ancestors to give us, a land flowing with milk and honey. He raised up their sons in their place. It was these Joshua circumcised. They were still uncircumcised, since they had not been circumcised along the way. After the entire nation had been circumcised, they stayed where they were in the camp until they recovered. The Lord said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the disgrace of Egypt from you. Therefore that place is still called Gilgal today. While the Israelites camped at Gilgal on the plains of Jericho, they observed the Passover on the evening of the fourteenth day of the month. The day after Passover they ate unleavened bread and roasted grain from the produce of the land. And the day after they ate from the produce of the land, the manna ceased. Since there was no more manna for the Israelites, they ate from the crops of the land of Canaan that year. When Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua approached him and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied. I have now come as the commander of the Lord's army. Then Joshua bowed with his face to the ground in homage and asked him, What does my Lord want to say to his servant? The commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place you are standing is holy. And Joshua did that. Joshua chapter 6 Now Jericho was strongly fortified because of the Israelites, no one leaving or entering. The Lord said to Joshua, Look, I have handed Jericho its king and its best soldiers over to you. March around the city with all the men of war circling the city one time. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry seven ram's horns trumpets in front of the ark. But on the seventh day, march around the city seven times, while the priests blow the ram's horns. When there is a prolonged blast of the horn and you hear its sound, have all the troops give a mighty shout. Then the city wall will collapse and the troops will advance, each man straight ahead. So Joshua, son of Nun, summoned the priest and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and have seven priests carry seven ram's horns in front of the Ark of the Lord. He said to the troops, Move forward, march around the city, and have the armed men go ahead of the Ark of the Lord. After Joshua had spoken to the troops, seven priests carrying seven ram's horns before the Lord moved forward and blew the ram's horns. The Ark of the Covenant the Lord followed them. While the ram's horns were blowing, the armed men went in front of the priest and blew the ram's horns, and the rear guard went back behind the ark. But Joshua had commanded the troops, Do not shout or let your voice be heard. Don't let one word come out of your mouth until the time I say, Shout. Then you are to shout. So the ark of the Lord was carried around the city, circling it once. They returned to the camp and spent the night there. Joshua got up early the next morning. The priest took the ark of the Lord, and the seven priests carrying the seven ram's horns marched in front of the ark of the Lord. While the ram's horns were blowing, the armed men went out in front of them, and the rear guard went out behind the ark of the Lord. On the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. They did this for six days. Early on the seventh day, they started at dawn and marched around the city seven times in the same way. That was the only day they marched around the city seven times. After the seventh time, the priests blew the ram's horns, and Joshua said to the troops, Shout, for the Lord has given you, given you the city. But the city and everything in it are set apart to the Lord for destruction. Only Rahab the prostitute and everyone with her in the house will live, because she hid the messengers we sent. But keep yourselves from the things set apart, or you will be set apart for destruction. If you take any of those things, you will set apart the camp of Israel for destruction, and make trouble for it. For all the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron are dedicated to the Lord and must go into the Lord's treasury. So the troops shouted, and the ram's horn sounded. When they heard the blast of the ram's horn, 
the troops gave a great shout, and the wall collapsed. The troops advanced into the city. Each man strayed ahead, and they captured the city. They completely destroyed everything in the city with a sword. Every man and woman, both young and old, and every ox, sheep, and donkey. Joshua said to the two men who had scouted the land, Go to the prostitute's house and bring the woman out of there and all who are with her, just as you swore to her. So the young men who had scouted went in and brought Rahab and her father, mother, brother, and all who belonged to her. They brought out her whole family and settled them outside of the camp of Israel. They burned the city and everything in it, but they put the silver and gold and articles of bronze and iron into the treasury of the Lord's house. However, Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute, her father's family, and all who belonged to her, because she hid the messengers Joshua had sent to spy on Jericho, and she still lives in Israel today. At that time, Joshua imposed this curse. The man who undertakes the rebuilding of this city, Jericho, is cursed before the Lord. He will lay its foundation at the cost of his firstborn. He will finish its gates at the cost of its youngest. And the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame spread throughout the land. Joshua chapter 7 The Israelites, however, were unfaithful regarding the things set apart for destruction. John chapter 15 I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes. And he prunes every branch that produces fruit, so that it will produce more fruit. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I in you. Just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit, because you can do nothing without me. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown aside like a branch and he withers. They gather them, throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. This is my command. Love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants anymore, because a servant doesn't know what his master is doing. I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce fruit, and that your fruit should remain, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. This is what I command you, love one another. If the world hates you, understand that it hated me before it hated you. 
If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. However, because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of it, the world hates you. Remember the word I spoke to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But they will do all these things to you on account of my name, because they don't know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. Now they have no excuse for their sin. The one who hates me also hates my father. If I had not done the works among them that no one else had done, they would not be guilty of sin. Now they have seen and hated both me and my father. But this happened so that the statement written in their law might be fulfilled. They hated me for no reason. When the counselor comes, the one I will send to you from the father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the father, he will testify about me. You also will testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.